Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. I hope you're ready for some fun. Ace Podcast. Weird. It's a weird show, Craig won't let me sing. It's the weird show, he told me not to sing. It's the weird show, Craig won't let me sing. It's the weird show, I was told not to sing, but I'm singing anyway. I think if I just let you get it out of your system, you'll stop. I don't know if I'll stop or not. I'm kind of used to We've it. We got now. emails that are saying, "Would you please have him stop?" I have not. I have not seen those emails. <laughs> well, here's the deal: you're listening to the Weird Podcast. This is the podcast about weird stuff, and that's why Aaron is here. I'm Craig. I'm the normal one in the group. <laughs> We're not a podcast. We're a weird news podcast. Oh yeah, we cover all the news that's fit to be weird. How about that Randall guy at the beginning? Hey, Dicky Randall. <laughs> Randall's got his pretty sweet hat. It's pretty funny. He, do you see the picture of his hat? That he, of all the things about the Randall you can say, you said he had a pretty sweet hat. He had a he posted a picture of him in this one. I, don't, what you I call, saw like it. a fishing hat kind of thing. I don't. It's a dad you, hat. It's a dad hat. Yeah, yeah. It's a and dad I hat. I just a few days ago said something to to one of my kids. I said, I really need to get me one of those hats. Yeah, you do. You're you're almost too old. Even now, you're moving into the grandpa He's hats. Than us. That's what I'm saying. That's you're almost too old for that kind no, it's, of hat. It's, it's a, perfect for Randall. It's an no. It's a it's a it's an on golden pond. Man. Uh, yeah, Henry you, Fonda hat. You need like a grandpa hat. You need one of those hats that say, uh, speak up, I'm, I'm over 50. I don't want to say anything. I just want it to be the flappity little <laughs> flippity hat. Flop, flippity flop. floppity hat like Randall was wearing, that Randall guy. <laughs> Randall. <laughs> Randall's a, Randall's friend of the show. Matter of fact, Randall gave us tonight's uh, a game time song. So he did that be last time. Yeah. yeah uh, he's he's giving us he 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 the one, only one that I've ever gotten. Well. Was from Randall. Maybe the only two you've ever gotten will be from Randall in a few minutes. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Huh? Okay, but it's it, this is the Friday episode, Friday. Which, which means we're covering some movies we've seen since the last episode. This is episode. the Friday episode. Shouldn't this be the Monday episode? Ah, uh, no, no. You're this tired. Is the, You're not really counting fr- correctly. You know what? I spent some time. My, oh, this is the Friday episode. Yeah, yeah. This, But my mom had a little scare, was in the hospital for a couple of days, yeah. so I ended up spending a lot of time with Dad, which she is great. She shouldn't be scared of hospitals, by the way. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird phobia. Uh, hospophobia? You've heard of it? Right. Yeah. Fear of hospitals. Metaphobia. But, but so anyway, I went that over there. Real, real, didn't it? Metaphobia. The, the the bright side of it was I got to spend some time with dad. And, and I mean, we had. Pops. We had, we had fun. Yeah, pops. Yeah. Our he's number a, one. Well, at, well he's up there. Depends who you're talking to. Yeah, he's up there. Because if we, if we keep saying these other people are number one fans. Yeah. Then you got Adam coming at us. Adam. You, you, you got, yeah, pops was asking about Adam, our friend in Australia. Adam, Adam was excited about his package we yes. finally sent him. Yeah. Did we talk about the package we sent him, about the Twizzlers and stuff? I think so. Yeah, I think we did. But he really liked the Twizzlers. He was, he was really excited about the Twizzlers. He, he said, said he, he almost bought some in, uh, in an, a, import, an import, import shop, shop one time, but thought they were just red licorice. He said he might... Uh, he might come to the to the states what? Uh, sometime with a friend, and they're just going to go. Uh, I don't know. In his words, twerk around, and I don't think he. I'm not sure he knows in America that he's twerking. That I don't want to see him twerking around America. <laughs> is he Kim Kardashian? Maybe. What is this? But if he comes, he might bring us some more stuff that we don't get here. Okay, so. we're going to get to our movie reviews. But while we're talking, Randall and Down Under and Australia and all that. Randall's not from there. He's from. Uh, I mean, not Arkansas. Randall. Arkansas. Oh, Adam. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Randall. Adam and Down Under. Adam. Uh, our Australian fans, they've dropped a little. They're they're down to the number four slot in our listeners. And I'm, you know, that's really surprising to me. Adam, what are you doing, man? Yeah. I mean, we're going to get this ace podcast and what about, thing what moving. About, what about Drop D? You know who's number two? Who? 
the UK. The UK, mate. Hello, the UK. You must Boy. be the UK. We're over here in the USA. Indeed. <laughs> we do listen to the weird podcast, indeed. Thank you, UK. So what about Drop D? Drop D, he's got some more. Maybe, and I thought maybe that's it, because Drop D puts us on the radio, and maybe they're listening on the on uh, Undiscovered Rock Radio, and they're not listening. Maybe Drop D needs to be putting us on four times, 400 times a week. Just us. Just what, us. What if, he, what if he did Weird Week at Undiscovered Rock Radio? Or what if he had a second channel, Weird, uh, just uh, Drop Weird, <laughs> Drop W. Undiscovered Weird News. Uh, oh, Give him an idea there. There you go. Oh, he does need a talk show. He needs a talk station. He's got the rock station. Yeah. Now he needs... You're, our, good, at, you're good at spending his money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go first. I've seen two movies since we last spoke. Okay. And you've seen one. You so said I, one was abysmal. I'll do one. I've seen two you, movies. Oh, have you really? I think. All right, I'm going to go first. because no, I, I saw Action I saw one. I only saw one. The, no, I've seen two. No, we talked about Ocean's 8. Yeah. So I've only seen one since then. So I took Sarah to see Action Point, Johnny Knoxville. Funny. I will give it uh I'll give it uh two and a half stunts out of five. I just see his name and I don't wanna see it. Sarah loved it. She thought it was great. <laughs> well she's it like, had a good she's story. Like 15, that's why. You know, it had all his foolishness in it. Once you see one Johnny Knoxville movie, you've pretty much seen all of them. I made the mistake of watching Men in Black Two and he was in that. Oh, no, that it was, was horrible. Was, that was that a movie. bad movie. Hated the that movie. movie was not good, but his part was funny. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, it was because there was a mini one coming out of it. Is his. there a movie where he just gets hit in the head with a two before repeatedly? So Action Point gets two and a half stunts. Out of five. Out of five. Yeah, so you. Next. Well, I saw The Incredibles. Two. The Incredibles Two. No, I saw the original. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen I that. I saw this movie called Toy Story. <laughs> I saw The Incredibles Two. <laughs> yeah. And it was um it was sold out when we got there. Are you serious? And so we uh did you just call me Yahoo Serious? I did. And so that's for our friends down under. Uh, and then uh we went ahead and bought the tickets for the seven o'clock one. Yeah. Came back, had to wait in line to get seat. You know, they Are you put, serious? They put everybody in the queue to get, uh, to get to uniformly kind of go through and hand your ticket so everybody goes through to keep everybody from rushing, I guess, to, I don't know. Did you but, get a special, like, was there any kind of special ticket or anything for being the first day or no. you know, nothing like that? No, but you notice every time you go to the theater, they're coming up with new ways to make money. Now, there's all kinds of ridiculous cups and popcorn buckets yeah, and stuff like that. You get those 10 buckets for Iron Man and whatever. Yeah, they but, should be uh, iron. They should be made out of iron. They should. Like real iron. Right. And heavy. Uh, heavy. He- really heavy stuff. And uh, so we saw Incredibles 2 and uh, it's it. it's blowing up in the theater right now. I guess I'll have to see it. You know, I normally don't see kids It movies. was awesome. It was, uh, man, I, you know, I don't know if I, I'm not ready to say it was as good or whatever as the first one. The first one, to me, is fantastic. I love yeah, the first it one. It is really good. This was really good. I don't know that it was as good as the first one, but it doesn't mean it wasn't fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm going to compare the two. Um, but it was really good. So you give uh, really it. Really polished. What do you give it? Oh, I'd give it, uh, let's see. What what would I, what I, man, I don't know what the, Jack Jacks, I guess. Little baby Jack Jacks. Jack Jacks the star of this one, by the way. Okay, good. I like him. Yeah, I'd give it probably, you know, five, uh, f- f- no, I'll probably give five flaming Jack Jacks out really? of five flaming Jack Jacks. That's amazing. He's got all kinds of powers, by the way. Okay, then Lori and I went to, I talked her into going to see Hereditary with me. Boy, she hates you now. I thought it was going to be the exorcist type, and it got great reviews. This movie, the. the when are you going to learn not to, well, not to listen holy to reviews? Cow, it was awful. What's the word you used? Abysmal. Abysmal. It was terrible. I mean, it was. 
at no point was it entertaining. At no point was it scary. Mm-hmm. It, it just did not make sense. It's like they filmed all these scenes and just. I don't even know what it is. It's terrible. I know it's a horrible horror movie. I give it zero out of five demons. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, zero out of five demons. That's not even one demon. And then I saw Thor Ragnarok. Which I've been begging you to watch. And now it it gets, I I give it, um, I will give it four out of five hammers. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, it's more than that. I give it four out of five hammers. I give it five and a half out of five. I really enjoyed it. I give give it seven out of five hammers. (laughs) And then I watched uh, the documentary you wanted me to watch, the uh, Funko. Yeah, that was fun. Making fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was a great one. I did watch one more movie. Now we're talking about movies. I was thinking we're only talking movies that we saw in the theater. No, no, we're talking movies. I watched a movie with uh, James Franco called The Vault on Netflix. It should have been called The Poop because it was so stupid. <laughs> I love James Franco. Well, I like him, uh, but he uh, it, it's a bank robbery, and there was a bank robbery. You find out the, it's basically the bottom of the Don't bank. Don't give anything away well, now. Well, just an old vault downstairs, and people start dying. There's a supernatural. <laughs> people stop. There's a supernatural. <laughs> I think that's giving stuff away. Well, it's, you know what? I'm going to save you, okay? okay. I'm going to save you this. So here's the thing. If, right. if you do not want to hear about The Vault and have it ruined, just go la, 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 la right now because I'm, I'm really doing you a favor. James Franco, there he well, not, there is a nice little twist at the end, but dumb. You didn't see it coming, but dumb. But the whole movie is basically there was a robbery in '82. The guy was a complete psycho, violently killing these people that were working in the bank and customers or whatever. And now he sends them the robbers down to get the money, which is in this vault downstairs, which has got these really angry spirits of these people down these these it's a ghost story kind of like that okay but it's just kind of dumb all right i won't see it i mean it's i've seen worse yeah uh his his mustache should get an award <laughs> he had a pretty good mustache <laughs> but it's called the vault where did i come from i added to it This is is the part where I play a song and you have to guess it. No, you got that backwards, mister. This is the part. You give me the name of the song and I have to pretend I knew it. I'd like to thank our friend Randall Pierce, friend of the show. He's actually part of the show. You know what? We haven't decided. We've got got a staff. We've got Mark Patch. We've got Cassandra. We've got uh, Josh. All these people send us stuff all the time. Well, they're their outer circle. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're going to do a song. I'm, I'm about to play a cover song, and you have to guess the title of the cover song within 20 seconds, or one I of get our, a shock from the battery. One of our lucky uh, listeners will win a prize. What, oh, and I got two with the prizes. Yeah, yeah. What's the prize this week? I didn't bring them with you, but I did send you a uh, a description of it. Yeah, today's prize is uh, it's the Pop Solo Wireless Karaoke Microphone. You can sing along with your favorite songs and be the star of the most epic karaoke sessions ever. That's cool. It's a state of the art microphone that comes equipped with several features that will let you bring your A game uh, to your next karaoke session. Yes. And that's fun all I'm at parties. Read. It's fun at parties. Larry, our, our friend Larry. Yeah, he, I saw he it. got one. Yeah, he and he was running around singing it. No, he really wasn't. <laughs> I'd like to see that. He needs to invite us over for a karaoke party so we can. But anyway, if Craig does not guess this song, we're going to pick a winner from the prize pool. And you got to get your name in that prize pool. You got to. You get, and there's two. There's one way to do it. And that's how, about, how many weeks is this going on? It's Super Summer Giveaways, man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> that know. That doesn't mean anything. When we run out of prizes, <laughs> it'll stop. But anyway, to get in the prize pool, uh, review us on iTunes. That'll get you an entry. Review us on Facebook. That'll get you an entry. So you can be, you can actually be in the prize pool twice. Twice, That's twice, baby. So here we go. You twice, ready? twice, baby. Here goes this week's Super Summer Giveaway Stump the Chump 
cover song. That 20 seconds is hard to process that. That's true. It's a, when the melody kicked in, I recognized it. This is from Randall. Good job, Randall. You stopped the job. Okay, now we got We have to pick a winner. Uh, before we oh, do, yeah, right. before we do, I want to say that if a, if a winner comes from out of the country, we will email you a, an iTunes code. That'll be your prize because shipping out of the country is, is for some reason just ridiculous lately, as you know from sending Adam his package in uh, Australia, mate. Yeah. It was- okay. We got 77 names. Nothing wasn't worth it. True. He he seemed to really like the Twizzlers. 77 names here. We're about to pick a winner. No, I'm reading my mail right now. (laughs) How many? How many? 77. Okay, ready? Yeah. Give me a number between 1 and 77. The answer is 42. Oh, hold on. We got to try that again. What did she say? 42? Yeah, they, I, I, I don't know what is she, what did she say. I, I don't she know if that's what she said. I don't know if that's what she said or not. <laughs> it should, doesn't it say on there? Well, we don't know who we don't we don't need to. I'll do it again. Nobody knows who forty. Whatever <laughs> I know who it is. Okay, fine. Forty two is the winner. All right, forty two. Number forty two is Brian Buck. Brian Buck, you are the winner of a pop solo microphone. If you live here in the U.S., send me uh, the information. You got one week. You got one week till you send the no, information. Don't stop. <laughs> Brian Buck, congratulations, man. That's a pretty cool little... Uh, I, I had my phone on uh, mute, and I oh. forgot when I do that, she doesn't talk out loud. Well, I heard it. I heard it. Brian Buck 13, actually, is the winner there. So, congrats, Mr. Buck. Enjoy your microphone. And now, for the show. If, as soon as I find this. Top story. You hear about this one? Until until you gave me this story, did you hear about this one? No, I did not. Do you think I'll tell anybody what it's about? <laughs> I hope so, because, you know, it's the top story. All right. Yeah. Parents face $132,000 claim after kid knocks over sculpture. I saw this video. The yeah. Parents ought to be paying something for you this know, sculpture. When I, when I first read that headline, I was like, go get them. It's about time. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the kid's like over by themselves, like crawling on. Five years old. Yeah. If I'm if if I'm at a place, especially with expensive stuff. Yes. You know, the, the, the term bull in a china shop. Yeah, like Walmart. Well, not oh, oh, not okay. everybody. Not everybody can shop as extravagantly as you and me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, parents of a five-year-old Kansas boy were hit with a one hundred thirty-two thousand dollars bill after their. That's a big dollar. Ching, that's, ching. that's a big piece of paper. I need a cash register sound effects. I'd have hit it right there. You ching. want me to wait while you go get it? No. Anyway, uh, they get the bill after their son knocked over an art sculpture on display at a local community center. Okay, well, wait a minute. Hold it was on a community now. center. It wasn't like a museum. Community center. Whatever. Do we have a community center in our little town? Uh, we do, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. It's close to the studio, actually. It's very close. Yeah. Surveillance video captured the little boy reaching for the sculpture called Aphrodite de Kansas City. <laughs> okay. On display in the lobby of That's the, really its name, too. It really is. <laughs> of the, it's in display in the lobby of the Tomahawk Ridge Community Center in Overland Park, Kansas, uh, where, uh, when it toppled over. Then a few days later, the family received a one hundred thirty-two thousand dollars claim uh, from the city, uh, from the city's insurance company, saying that a, a piece had been da- the piece had been damaged beyond repair. 
You're responsible for the supervision of a minor child. Your failure to monitor could be considered negligence. Yes. The insurance letter read in part. I was surprised, absolutely more so offended. What did she say? I was surprised, absolutely more yeah. so offended. She doesn't know what she is. I was surprised. I got it. But she, absolutely. I don't need coaching. I more. know what she said. More I'm, so offended. I'm trying to get into her her motivation here. Oh, is she, is she, what's is her she, motivation? Is she surprised? Is she absolute? Is she offended? Was she negligent? Yeah, I guess. Something like that. Anyway, here she goes. We'll try this again. Ready? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I was surprised. Absolutely more so offended to be called negligent, said the boy's mother, well, that's Sarah, what you Goodman. Were, Sarah Goodman. They were, you were treating negligent. us like a crime scene. What did well, you say? I said, that's what you were, Sarah Goodman. You were negligent. Yes. The sculpture's artist, Bill Lyons, you know Billy Lyons, Bill Lyons told yeah. ABC News it took him about two years to create the piece of crap, and it was listed for... <laughs> and you haven't even seen it. I did see it. I saw, I saw the video. What did it look like? Piece of crap. Uh, I don't like... I, I'm not a big fan of art. I've seen too much stuff that people have just literally... Well, don't let that... Don't let a few apples ruin the whole bunch. I've, I've, if I saw one that looked like an apple, I might be more appreciative of it. <laughs> one bad apple don't run the... Wait, what was it? Donny Osmond. Say, oh, Donny Osmond. Yeah. Osmond. Sorry, Lori. Darn it. So, anyway. Uh, let's see. Where was it? it took him two years. Um, and it was listed for sale... For sale at $132,000. He examined the piece himself, he said, and concluded it could not be repaired. Because he saw a paycheck. Absolutely, he did. He and said, also, I worked two years said, on this. It's this, worth- this. Yeah, this $100 worth of scrap garbage that I put together. <laughs> what did it look like? Did it look like a figurine? Did, or? I, honestly, I'm giving it a hard time. I don't know. I just don't like... I, I don't remember what look. I couldn't tell. It was kind of off. You don't ever go down to the frist and walk through and look at the art. I've been there. I get real bored with that kind of stuff. <sighs> I can get it free, too. I'd be there every weekend if I got in for you. I love going there. I love art. Mm. I'm somewhat of an artiste yeah. in my own right. I don't yeah, know if I'm you know kind of, This I, is I, near I, my nap time right now, if you don't mind. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho. Go ahead. I just, I'm really jaded about it because I've seen so much art that people, art, I'm doing quote air quotes. Yeah, you are. That people spend a lot of money, universities where they spend money, and it's absolute just ridiculous. Well, that's, one thing is, that's the only stuff that ever make, gets gets the media, is the crap, you know. You don't see a special painting by somebody that, that's a real true artist on the news saying, oh, this was just... I'm saying just being purchased and put on display. You see this garbage. It looks like a mangled piece of... I know. haven't seen any garbage at the Frist. I'm not saying the Frist. I'm talking about out, out in the world, like universities and stuff like that. What There's, about this piece of art they got down by the river in Nashville, that red The one that uh, looks like coaster. the old Wabash Cannonball? Yeah. yeah. I don't well, like again, it. I, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, I just don't really. It's like they took the Wabash Cannonball, so where can we put this? Well, we, put, we got some track left over. Can we spray paint it? Maybe just stick it down by the river? <laughs> it's the shortest roller coaster in history, man. <laughs> Coming off that thing on, <laughs> oh, <it's bad>. on <laughs> Lower Broad. <laughs> anyway, so he said, oh, yeah, but it can't be fixed. I need 132000 please. Pay up. Where does he get that price, 132000 Well, it's his art. I mean, he he can price it what he wants. It's like you know, Andy Warhol could price his his soap. Well, he couldn't. He's dead. Well, he he did price it. It's beyond my capabilities and desires to rebuild it. Is what the is beyond what, is his what capabilities. The, that's what he said. He doesn't have arms. <laughs> City officials say the piece was not permanently attached, but it was secured to the pedestal with clips and that it was not an interactive piece. Well, it was now. <laughs> it looked pretty interactive to this yeah. kid. We've had other pieces there, and we've not had problems, said city spokes- spokesman Sean Riley. We've not had this situation. We've not had kids climb on our pieces. But Goodman argued the sculpture 
should have been better secured. Uh, she also disputes the city's claim that her child wasn't being supervised. I saw the video. The child was not being supervised. Well, if he was being supervised, this accident probably would not happen. have happened. Goodman said she and her husband were out of frame of the surveillance video saying their goodbyes during a wedding reception uh, that they were leaving when the incident occurred. So, okay, you just said it. You were out of frame paying yeah. attention to other things while your kid was climbing on stuff. There you go. And that you know what? It sounds like something my brother would have done and blamed me for. I'm glad they had video because this kid's probably got a brother he would have blamed. It'd be funny if that wasn't really a little kid. It was actually somebody your height in the background. <laughs> Watch out. It's really loud today. Oh, the snake. See, I got these things called tracks. I can adjust the volume. You know. The snake. Oh, man. Freaky snake. Hole. I just read this story yesterday. This is sad. I mean, this is creepy, sad, scary, it's weird. It's the second person that's happened to. It's weird. It's happening like all the time now. Headline is 23 foot python swallows woman whole in Indonesia. This comes to us from Jakarta, Indonesia. A 23 foot long python has swallowed a woman in central Indonesia. Indonesia. I, that sounded weird. Indonesia, it? y'all. <laughs> a village official said Saturday the victim, 54 year Oh, she's your age. 54 year old Watiba. Watiba! 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 Went missing while checking her vegetable garden near her village in Muna Island in southwest. Southeast. Southeast. <laughs> Southeast. Southeast. Southwest. Southwest province Sula-wessi. on Thursday evening, according to the village chief Ferris. Craig, how fast are these 20. 20- four foot well the problem is and they may say this later on they they strike and they bite their prey yeah to immobilize them and then they slow oh, so they like get a hold no they they would she would have been like getting her tomatoes or whatever right this thing would have gone and bitten her yeah immobilized her and then started wrapping around her and choked the life out of her till she quit breathing the and family then it dislocated that evil satanic jaw oh yes On Friday, her family went to look for her at the garden, but only found her belongings, including sandals and a flashlight. Uh, So she was out there at nighttime checking her vegetable garden? She was committed to her tomatoes and whatnot. The family and villagers launched a search for the woman and found the snake with a bloated belly about 50 meters from where her belongings were found. There's video of this, too, Craig. I don't want to watch that. No, the villagers killed the snake, carried it to the village. When they cut open the snake's belly, they found Tiba's body still intact with all her clothes. She was swallowed first from her head. Yeah, basically found her just mm. deceased, looking normal, because they're not chewing on her. No, they're just digesting. Yeah. Videos posted on some websites showed vill- villagers slicing open the python's carcass to reveal the woman's body. Ferris said the victim's garden, about half a mile from her house, is located in a rocky area with caves and cliffs believed to contain many snakes. That's not where you're supposed to garden. I wouldn't you say garden many there. snakes. I like, don't like tiny s- snakes, mini snakes, or know, many like a lot. Uh, uh, many, as in there's so many. Oh right, yeah, right. many. I don't, well, there may be many ones too. I don't know, but you know, the last time there was a recorded story of a snake in a garden, it lost its legs. That is true. That is true. <sighs> Pythons, which are widespread in Indonesia and other parts of Southeast Asia, grab onto their prey with dozens of sharp, curved teeth and then squeeze them to death before swallowing whole. Uh, reports of human beings being killed by pythons are extremely rare. In the wild, they are known to eat monkeys, pigs, and other mammals, which I think they should stick to that diet. That would be... L- leave the humans out. I mean, the monkeys, the pigs, and the other mammals don't really like that. But. Oh, my. Yes. It was the second python attack on a human in, Ind- in Indonesia <laughs> since March of last year when a 25-year-old man was swallowed whole by a python in West Sulawesi province. Sulawesi? So they're coming after us. I have a... 
I've had a, a nightmare a couple times where my backyard is covered up in snakes. Oh, gosh. What's wrong? What do you don't eat that food? Whatever's causing know, you to have those nightmares. But it's man. like everywhere I'm stepping, there's like a rattlesnake or something. Oh. It's, it's vivid. Oh, I don't care for that's it. That's not just a normal snake either. That's like a deadly. It's, like I'm going to call in the National Guard to just nu- you know nuke it. Well, what you got to do is you got to go get a truckload, one of these fuel trucks you see on the interstate, and just open that sucker up in the backyard and strike a match. That's what you'd have to do. Yeah, just drain out all the fuel. Yeah, just light whoosh. it and burn everything down. Yeah. We got a poo story and an Aussie story all in one. That really hurt my ears. <laughs> it's poo. Aussie. It's posy. <laughs> it's posy. So it's it's as soon as you posse. regain your hearing, I'll let you read it. Avio is it Avio. I guess Aveo so. Avio executive resigns after being identified as poo jogger. Oh, the famous poo jogger. 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 Who's that? That's the poo jogger. Poo jogger. Poo jogger. Poo jogger. Lay a beat down. Poo jogger. Poo jogger. Poo jogger. Poo jogger. Okay. Australia. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Australia's. I was kind of expecting you to drop some beats when I was doing that. I ain't beating. Why? You, you're like Mr. Like, you know, all the right. There you go. All right. Sorry. Poo jogger. 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 Okay. Where do we? Where did this go wrong? Where did the, where did the show get <laughs> Two away? Two years ago, <laughs> Australia's corporate reputation is well and truly. It's a well, or is it truly in the toilet? <laughs> it's, it's a truly. well toilet. It's it's truly in the toilet. Just days after criminal charges were laid against ANZ Group, ANZ Group, I don't know, and two investment banks, Avio's uh, Avio Group's national quality manager Andrew McIntosh, no relation to the computer, resigned. But he's a lot better than than old An- Andy PC. Yeah. yeah, Andy McIntosh works much harder than Andy PC. I feel like you really worked hard for that, and I, I really want to just let you have that moment. He resigned after being identified as Brisbane's notorious poojaka poojaka. I told you it was notorious. It's alleged that Mr. McIntosh fouled the private <laughs> footpath of an apartment block near his green slopes, more like brown slopes home, oh, 30 times now last that's year. that's a foul. Oh, <laughs> Over the last year, the regular the regularity of his movements, <laughs> I swear that's what it says, proved his undoing after residents set up cameras to catch him in the act with pants down and toilet paper in hand. Pants on the ground. On Thursday morning, a day after Rupert Murdoch's courier mail alleged, why don't they mention Rupert like we care that it's his, that they uh, alleged he was the poo jogger and said he had been charged by the police. The company announced he had resigned. Until yesterday, Avio Group was not aware of the charges laid against Mr. McIntosh, said a company spokesman. Avio Group is distressed and disappointed at the alleged incidents concerning Mr. McIntosh. That's not a boop. Crikey. He has tendered his resignation to the company today. He's no longer an employee of Avio Group. Let's put another boop on the bobby. Hi, mate. Avio will continue to extend its support to Mr. McIntosh for help that he may require, as long as it does not involve wiping. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. Now we draw the line, mate. That's not toilet paper. <laughs> Mr. McIntosh is also uh, on Brisbane City Council's ex- 
inclusive Brisbane board, which advises on community issues associated with development and planning, including land use, affordability, community facilities, and economic viability. I said a lot of nothing just then. (laughs) I don't know what you said. It is unwelcome publicity for the ASX-listed Avia, which is still recovering from the Fairfax media investigation last year, which claimed the company exploited its elderly residents for financial gain. My head hurts. I don't even know if I'm saying stuff right now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The ACCC launched an investigation. I could have said ACCC, but that sounded like I said yes, 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 and that would have confused our Spanish-speaking friends. ACCC launched an investigation into the allegations, and a class action was in, uh, instigated against the company by Sydney law firm Levitt Robinson. Uh, Avio promised to simplify its contracts and improve its complaints process following the allegations. I got complaints. I got pl- somebody's out there pooping. You know, you don't do that. Uh, you don't. That I know guy you, does. That guy, the boo, guy. the boo jogger does. He, you know, I mean, we got to go, man. You All know? right, we got a story here about a very brave grandmother. Have you heard about this? No. Headline is, Hart County Grandmother Kills Rabid Bobcat with Her Bare Hands. Did she get rabies? I, she got bit. I don't know. I don't think she got rabies, but I'm sure they did the shots. I'm, I bet it'll tell us here. A rabid bobcat recently attacked... Wait, was it a rabbit or a bobcat? It <laughs> attacked a Hart County grandmother in her yard. That, that bobcat pushed her on her own property, Craig. You can't do that. You don't do that. Sparring a furious battle that ended with the cat's strangulation death. How strong is this grandmother strangling a bobcat? I thought not today. There's no way I was going to die, Dee Dee Phillips said Thursday as she recalled the attack that occurred June 7th at her home off Liberty Church Road. Phillips has begun a round of rabies shots. There we go. At Northeast Georgia Medical Center. I wonder if they're still as painful as they used to be. Uh, like you've had them. Well, Ozzy, I remember when Ozzy bit the bat. You remember that back right, in the 80s? Right. He, he was interviewed and talked about the rabies shots he had to get. And he talked about how painful they were. I don't want uh, That's been 30 years ago. She also has a broken finger and numerous bites and claws wounds to her hands, arms, chest, and legs. I'm very lucky, the 46-year-old woman says. She's 46. She's younger than us. Wow. She's, she's a, a grandmother. grandmother. No, it's just the fact that they make it like she's she's a grandmother. This yeah, little I was grandmother. thinking of a gray-haired granny, you know, in a rocking chair. She's younger than us. The unprovoked attack occurred about 6 p.m. She had been working on her truck that afternoon and posted a, and posted a bumper sticker that read, Women Who Behave Rarely Make History. Women who behave really... I've seen that sticker. Yeah. Well, you've got it on your car. That's funny. She planned to photograph the sticker and send it to her husband. She walked out of the house with her cell phone. My neighbor's dog was barking, and it drew my attention, she says. So she she went outside because she had this bumper sticker. Yeah, she got a new bumper sticker she was proud of. She wanted to to take a picture and send it to her husband. Take a what? A picture and send it to her husband. When did did that get fixed? What are you talking about? When did you start pronouncing that word right? I don't know. Picture? Picture. Picture. Yeah, yeah when, she did, took when, a did, when did you go from picture to picture? What picture? I'm not playing baseball over here. I'm reading the news. Okay, go ahead. I saw the cat and I took a picture. The cat took two steps and was on top of me. It came from my face. It didn't like his picture. No, it was there to get her face. It wasn't it, no money, <laughs> that's nothing why, else. That's it why was, it came. It was there for her face. <laughs> Phillips grew up in the country where her father-in-law was once a trapper of bobcats. Oh, Trapper Bobcat. Wasn't he a character on MASH? Yeah, he wanted to have his own show. Yeah. Yeah. As a result, she knew something about the animal's behavior. They go for your juggler because when they can get the vein, you're dead in a couple of minutes, she said. The Bobcat did go to her upper body. It caught me slightly on my face, but I caught him before he could do much damage there, she said. I took it straight to the ground and started inching my hands up to its throat. I knew that was the only way I was going to be getting out of this. With both hands around the Bobcat's neck, she began squeezing but never shouted for help. 
She's probably in shock because her five-year-old granddaughter was in the house. Oh, that's good. Good move on her part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't want to traumatize the kid. I, and the kid could could have come running out, and they'd have both been bit. Mm-hmm. I was scared if I'd have screamed for help that my granddaughter would have come out, and I didn't want that to happen. She said, "Once I got him where he wasn't moving, I started screaming for my daughter-in-law to call nine one one." She said, "Philip's son was also, who also called nine one one showed up with a gun." But Phillips would not release her grip on the crazed animal as she feared it might not be truly dead. She didn't want her son to fire the gun because she was so close, so he pulled a knife. My son stabbed it four or five times, but it never budged, so I knew it was completely dead, she said. After Hart County deputies and an ambulance arrived, Phillips drove herself to the Why? If there's an ambulance there, why are you driving yourself you to the hospital? Because you were seeing what they charge for those ambulance rides? <laughs> she learned the next day that the bobcat was rabid. Phillips lives in a rural area near Elbert County line and she learned only recently that a rabid skunk and a rabid fox were found in the same area. Rabid skunk and rabid fox. I was trying to think of a good band name, but I don't think either one of those no, works. It, it, you can't force that. Phillips' cousin Amy Lean Mize has set up an account in fundly.com to raise money for Phillips' medical expensive expenses as the first round of rabies shots have already cost her $10,000. She also faces expenses for treatments to her wounds. Well, what an insurance guy. I wonder if she's not uninsured. Fundly would be a good name for a band. <laughs> Fundly. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome Fundly. <laughs> that only gets half applause. Man creates chair that turns into bulletproof vests following mass shootings. Is it a chair or is it a vest? It's, it's both. It's a very uncomfortable chair and an uncomfortable vest. It's, it's, it's both, but it stops bullets. Uh, let's see here. In the months that followed the October 2017 mass shooting in Las Vegas, Aaron Anzel started thinking about products that could help defend people against mass shooters. I just thought, is there any sort of technology-based solution that could have kept people safe? That's actually pretty smart. There has to be something. The inventor told Newsweek in a recent interview, several months and at least 100 mass... That is not true. 100 mass shootings. <laughs> no, I think like, that is. There's not been 100 mass shootings? Yeah. No, yeah. not since October 2007. Yes, sir. Nope. Yep. That is not true. That is true. That number's wrong. No, it's not wrong. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You look it up, Craig. Good. Don't make me come over there. There have not been 100 mass shootings. Is that chair you're sitting on uh, bulletproof vest? No. Because I'm about to start firing. <laughs> okay. Anza welcomed the first uh, one. He welcomed. Welcome! The Come first 1,000 Cover Me seats, a chair he designed to convert into a bulletproof vest. He began selling them for $100 on wow. his website earlier this week. That's a great idea. That really is, because there were, like the Vegas shooting, there were chairs everywhere. If you had your chair with you, you could just put it in front yes. of you. Yes. What a great idea. I don't know. How, how does it do against the high velocity? I, it's bulletproof. You're, I'm bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> the product... Uh, the product compliance attorney who lives in Seattle readily admits that the necessity of a product like like his is depressing. Nonetheless, he foresees it having a practical use in classrooms, concerts, or during other outdoor gatherings. How heavy are they? The advertising materials for the product feature teens sitting in front of what looks like a school campus, smiling as they were uh, as they wear different colored versions of the cover me seat. Hey, man, that's a nice chair you got on. No, it's my bulletproof <laughs> vest, man. Uh, although he's faced backlash from people who think the seat is capitalizing on mass shootings. No. Uh, Ansel insists he created it to save lives. He framed the chair as something immediate that can be done without waiting on Congress to strengthen gun control laws. Uh, he said, look, there is gridlock legislatively. 
Nobody is really winning the gun debate, he said. What was really important for us was to come up with a solution that is not contingent or dependent on the passage of laws or reform, he said. It's a apolitical. It's as apolitical as a fire extinguisher. He later added, and um, you know nobody was saying this about you know there. There have been at least two products. I think somebody. I think the second one I saw kind of robbed the first one. But a teacher had created this steel thing that slid over the the arm on the door. Yeah, the, so the, they couldn't get in. So the door wouldn't open. Right. So this same stuff. I same mean, stuff. How's that? Actually, I think it's even smarter. I mean, this because if somebody well, it gives in, you it gives you a fighting chance. It does if it really works. If they'd have had these in Paris at the nightclub shooting where the, the Eagles of Death Metal were playing. Well, the thing is, in a nightclub or something, it's not hardly. You're, I mean, these. Yeah, well, I mean, this was a concert. These would be chairs that are basically. I could see them in every I could classroom. See, I could see it like on a lawn at a, or somewhere where you're like got fold out chairs. Yeah, if, or if, in a classroom. If, if this is a chair that you can carry with you, but it's a. Uh, it didn't look that heavy. But if uh, if they had them also permanent type chairs, like where you know. Anywhere. Yeah. You just pick it up and, and use it. Use it as a shield. As a shield. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic idea. Mr. Aaron Ansel, I give you this, sir. Well done. Bravo. Keep up the good work. Come up with something else. I don't know. Oh, no. In Florida, I went to I don't know what's going down there in Florida, but a uh, headline is, Florida man had a bad reaction to meth, so he took it to the cops to press charges. You gotta get justice. <laughs> it might not have been the best idea that this Florida man's ever had. According to the Putnam County Sheriff's Office, Douglas Peter Kelly, you remember him, DPK? We used to call him DPK, uh, of yeah. Hawthorne in northern Florida, contacted deputies on Tuesday with a complaint. He said that he thought he'd been sold bad drugs. Now, this could work. Like, if you went to a pharmacy and had a prescription, okay, you got a complaint. Maybe I wouldn't right. go to the cops. Right. I may call the company. But anyway, the police report on Facebook states that the man told deputies that he had purchased methamphetamines about a week earlier and had suffered a violent reaction after taking them. But that's not all. The suspect went on to demand that detectives in the narcotics division test it for him to see if it was cut with something or if he'd been sold something else. If Kelly was indeed sold the wrong narcotic, narcotic, the suspect said he wanted to press charges against the dealer. <laughs> Deputies told okay. the 49-year-old to come on over to the station and they would oblige him. Yeah, come on down. We'll test that for you. The report said Kelly drove to the sheriff's office and handed the detectives a clear crystal-like substance wrapped in aluminum foil. The substance field tested positive for methamphetamine, the drug Kelly intended to purchase. Though Kelly could rest easy knowing that he bought the real deal, he was, nonetheless, still arrested, Craig. What? (laughs) What is going through your head? Do you you think that if 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 you're... Maybe this guy thought, okay... But this is not the first time this has happened. No. People uh, people have called 911, and it's insanity. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they think since marijuana has been legalized somewhere that all drugs are legal. Or they think if you're coming up to the cops, not being approached by the cops, that if you're being yeah. proactive towards it, that somehow this eliminates you from yeah, makes, some kind makes of guilt. It okay. Or maybe they just are whacked out on methamphetamines and don't know any better. You're whacked out on methamphetamines. I am not. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah, it's your turn. Talk, oh, boy. Tokyo police handed over a man's body to wrong family after I Identity mix-up. Now we've had this story before, but there's a twist in this one that I that I will that I will talk about when you get to okay. it. Okay, Tokyo police handed over a man's body found in a river uh, about a year ago. 
to the wrong, to the wrong family. <laughs> we don't want that. Don't to the wrong family after a woman and her relatives mistakenly identified the body as their missing kin. Tokyo police revealed on June second, twelfth. Uh, okay. Rather. Okay. So here here's the deal. You may be wondering how could a family mistakenly identify a body? Well, if it's been in the river for a while, it could it could resemble a loved one. Bloated, messy, yucky. You know. So I can see where this mistake could happen. Okay. Can I, continue? Can yes, I, can yes. I, continue? I, I may stop you a few times in this one. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> Something new I'm trying. <clears throat> the mix-up surfaced after the missing man returned home early last month. The Metropolitan Police Department subsequently managed to identify the body and apologized to the deceased man's relatives for the mistake. An MPD uh, official was apologetic about the mix-up. The incident was extremely regrettable. We saw we. <laughs> We're determined to prevent a reoccurrence, said Tamaki <laughs> Uhara, a senior officer at the MPD. According to the MPD, the body was found uh, in the Edo River in the capital in the capital's Katsushika, uh, Katsushika, 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 Katsushika <laughs> Ward at around 7.30 a.m. on June 21st, 2017. Investigators at the force's Kamiri police station that handled the case confirmed that the man had drowned. No articles showing his identity were found. The MPD examined missing person reports, submitted a poli- uh, submitted to police stations under its jurisdiction, and suspected the body might be that of a man in his 40s from Matsudo, uh, which is Mat- Matsudo Chiba Prefecture. Uh, after the wife of the Masudo man and two of their relatives examined the body and claimed it was that of their kin, police handed the body over to the family. However, the missing husband suddenly came home <laughs> in early May. And stop. This is the twist I was talking about. What, what is this family going through? If you think you've got the remains, surely they've had it buried. Uh, didn't we bury your mushy remains already? <laughs> Can you imagine if you thought a deceased relative just walks in the door? And where the heck has he been? <laughs> Does it say? I'd be in all kinds of trouble i mean first Lori would be excited maybe the that, MP- that, that i was alive <laughs> then she'd start beating you profusely Darn it. the mpd subsequently found that the, uh, a missing person's report on a tokyo man in his 30s had been submitted to the force on the day the body was found they confirmed that the body is that of this missing man after the fingerprints of the body matched his Kamiri police station is set to hand over the remains of the man to his bereaved family what a weird story well, I would hope so. It's so weird. And now a weird moment from history. All right. This is recent history. This is only going back a couple of years, but it's still history, Craig, right? For us, though? I mean, if it happened like in the last minute. That's history. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this is a uh, headline is fan uses. It's like Mitch Hedberg said, there's a picture of me when I was younger. All the pictures of me are me when I was younger. <laughs> That's right. May he rest in peace. Yes. And I remember when this happened. This was actually, uh, I heard this on a, a radio program we, we listen to regularly, but a fan uses Wikipedia for backstage access. Did you hear, you remember this from 2015? Dan, David Sparga is a fan of the Australian... Spargo. Spargo. David Spargo is Spigo. a fan of the Australian band Peking Duck. On December 2nd of 2015 in Melbourne, he went to the backstage area of the concert where he was stopped by a security guard. Spargo told him he was the band member Ruben Stiles' stepbrother. The guard demanded proof, so Spargo pulled out Peking Duck's Wikipedia page on his phone and pointed out his name, the name he added only a few minutes before. So he, <laughs> he went to Wikipedia, added this name, and then used it. 
And the fact that somebody actually believed yes. anything on Wikipedia. The security guard let him in. It was probably the most genius masterminded move I've ever witnessed, said Adam Hyde Styles' bandmate. It's crazy. He just did it on the spot in a second on his phone. He told the security guard he was our stepbrother or something like that. That's not a backstage pass. <laughs> and showed him the Wikipedia page and his ID. It goes to show, said Hyde, never trust Wikipedia. That's a good lesson. Everybody, I mean, yeah. Wikipedia is a great tool for research. It's a great tool and probably decent percentage of the time That's might, be a lot. Yeah. might be accurate. Yeah, but, but don't trust it. You gotta get other sources. Spargo introduced himself to the band who were more impressed by his ingenuity than concerned about the security breach. The band shared a few drinks with Spargo and later told the story on Twitter using the Anchorman, Anchorman catchphrase, I'm not even mad. Wow. I, I'm impressed. Oh, boy. That was, that was, don't let me tell you, it's not. It was a good story. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it's the Mock Patch Top 10. That's loud. Still learning how to use those over there, those controls. You think he would by episode 180, whatever this is. We're in 185, my friend. The top 10 musicians whose death has a conspiracy theory. Ooh. I don't know that some of the... So, well, oh, yeah, they do. They all do. They, I, I, I checked August. them, yeah. Right. You checked You were I, responsible I, for I, every I, one of them. I will take, I'll take personal responsibility if any of these deaths don't have a conspiracy tied to them. <laughs> no, he'll take responsibility for the deaths of no, each of these people. No, I will not. Number 10, John Lennon. Oh, what, what was the conspiracy? The conspiracy was terrible. That was deep. I remember it that. ran deep, yeah. The only thing I know is that earlier in the day, and there's a picture of him actually signing a, an, album, an album yeah, for from him. The, from the killer. Oh, for the killer, yeah. Uh, what's I face? think Yoko was in the conspiracy, and she and most conspiracies though she's, every, she's enough, everywhere where you don't want her you can find yoko even in the jfk conspiracy oh, okay number think nine about that for a minute number nine of the top 10 musicians whose death has a conspiracy theory chester bennington now he just died what it year? was suicide yeah a year ago yeah was suicides he, uh, kind of breed conspiracy theories because if it's i mean right you know wait what band was he uh, it wasn't Puddle we're, of Mud. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. We're in it, trouble. Was it, he Black Hole Sun guy? No, that wasn't him. Uh, I don't remember. No, that was the other guy. Yeah. Crap. We're going to hear from <laughs> Bran Flake and everybody. We're yeah, in so much trouble right now. We are in now. trouble. I'd love to hear from Bran Flake. I was uh, texting him this past week. Ah, oh, what a swell fellow. I he miss him. He didn't like you much. I know, but I miss him. Hey, number eight, top ten musicians whose death has a conspiracy theory, Janis Joplin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was not a fan. Are you serious? Still not a fan. You know, I kind of like some of her <laughs> stuff. Me and my mom, she sounds man, like. My man, I liked her a little bit. I mean, I was awfully young at the time. Not she, even born. She really wasn't. She was yeah. a little too old for you. Uh, number uh, number seven of the top ten musicians whose death has a conspiracy theory, Tupac Shakur. You mean two shots for sure? <laughs> Tupac Shaker. Tupac Shaker. <laughs> Number six, Bob Molly Man. Yes. Number seven, old Jimi Hendrix. No, he was young. Jimmy yeah, young Jimi Hendrix. Young Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Number four, the top ten musician. This is using the term musician loosely. Uh, whose death was a conspiracy hey, theory. Hey, number four, Biggie res- Smalls. Show a little respect to Biggie. Why? Number three, the king, Elvis Presley. Oh, the king of rock. Because the next one's a king too. Did you type this because his name is spelled wrong? No, I just cut and pasted this. Number two, what? Conspiracy can be behind Michael Jackson. Oh, there's a bunch. That's a big one. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Remember they said they saw him in the helicopter sitting as it was flying away with his body. I I love conspiracy. They're fun. They really are. All right, the number one. Some people have the conspiracy that we actually have a podcast. The number one top ten musicians whose death was a conspiracy theory. 
Kurt Cobain. Well, there's a there's a documentary to back that up. Yes, there is. That's that. I think there's enough proof to actually prove that. Kurt was. Cobain actually filmed the moon landing <laughs> in Nevada. <laughs> That's not with true. Stanley Kubrick. That's not true. Stanley Kubrick filmed it. Kurt Cobain wasn't even there. He wasn't alive. He's not alive now. <laughs> Boy, may he rest in peace. Can you adjust those, that volume by the next time? Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. All right, brother. I'm out. I can't talk. I'm, my ears hurt so I bad. I can't right. talk. I can't talk. This is so loud. <laughs>